Hello and welcome to the Kick in the Creatives podcast, hosted by myself, Sandra Busby, and my fellow creative, Tara Roskell, offering you interviews, inspiration, motivation, and a gentle prod in the right direction. And for lots more information, challenges, and other useful tools to help you get creating, you can go to kickinthecreatives.com. And of course, this is where you can also find today's show notes. Enjoy the show. It's almost um, seems weird to say Happy New Year. I'm going to say it anyway, Happy New Year. <laughs> it's just been, it's, what are we, when this airs, it'll be March, won't it? So yeah, we've had we'll a bit be. of a break. Uh, but welcome, welcome back and welcome to today's episode. And today we're going to chat about striking while the idea is hot, which is a bit ironic really, because I think you had this idea about <laughs> for this episode about three months ago and, and now we're like, oh, it's oh. about September, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, so we, we really haven't struck while the iron's been hot, have we? Not for this no. episode anyway, but before we, we talk about that, Thank you again to everyone who who shares the work they've been doing for the challenges on social media and has continued doing so despite our little break. Um, keep them coming. We do love seeing what you're doing. And of course, a huge thank you to our latest Kofi supporters. Your support shows us that you like what we do and you'd like us to continue. And we're going to thank you each at the personally at the end of the show. Yeah, and finally, thank you to our sponsor, Evolve. Evolve can teach you how to paint in a realism style to a professional level in a year or less, and that is for a fraction of the price of art school. Not only do they give you all the lessons and all the support online that you need, but they'll also send you the materials as well. So if you want to learn more about them, you can go to a webinar from Evolve by going to kickingthecreatives.com forward slash Evolve webinar. Or if you want to hear more about the program, you can go back and listen to episodes 67 and 73. Anyway, Sandra, I know there is a lot new with you. So what is new with you? <laughs> well, it's been a while, hasn't it? So, I, I mean, if I listed everything that was new, I'd be, that'd be a whole episode, really. So I'll just, um, I'll just do, well, two unart-related things and one art-related thing. So very um, first thing is, um, obviously, I haven't been... Well, I have been painting, actually. Obviously, now I ha- I'm pa- back in the art studio. But obviously, we had the Christmas break, didn't we? And then in January, I went to Thailand. So um, I wasn't painting um, while I went to Thailand either. So, th- yeah, had a lovely, lovely um, escape from the January you know, blues that everyone in the UK gets because it's the longest month ever, isn't it? It feels like it's the longest month. (laughs) So it was lovely to get away, a bit of culture, a bit of sunshine, absolutely well needed, really. The other thing that's new is that while we were there, uh, Paul and I made the decision that um, we are going to get another puppy. Anyone who's been listening to us for a long long time will know that I had uh, we had a dog called Sherlock um, a lovely Labrador and he sadly passed away in October which was pretty devastating and I spoke about it I think in the probably the our last episode that we aired so yeah um, we decided okay we don't want to go too long without another one so come um, come when I get that <laughs> could be chaos in here while we're trying to record with a puppy hanging off of my shoelaces I don't know but that's not till October is no, it no well no so um, the, apparently they'll be due in October, um, and they we will we will um, be getting the dog in December. All being well, as everything goes to plan, so that's quite exciting news. Um, but well, don't you go on holiday in December? No, October we're going this year because oh, it's our right. twenty it's our twenty fifth wedding anniversary. So we're going in October. Oh, right. 
yeah. when the pups are due to be born and then we will be able to go and see them in November and then we'll be able to collect it in December and then probably come January I'll be I'll be saying to you Tara what have I done yeah, oh like my I god yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what happens isn't it with a puppy yeah. but it is what it is but you have to go through that stage don't you the, to um you yeah. know, to get on to the next. Only, only, uh, it's only two years, don't worry. <laughs> oh, God. I do That's remember, what you told yeah. Me. Yeah, I do. You're going to have to keep drumming that into me as well. <laughs> but yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm making the most of my year of peace anyway. Um, and, um, yeah, as soon as I... And, and actually, this is quite relevant to today's episode because what often happens when you go away on holiday, you get used to kind of laying around, not doing much, and then everything you were doing before... Um, which you vow to continue when you get back, such as working out, exercise, all those things that you sort of tend to do on the lead up to a holiday. Um, you kind of think, ah, when you get back, ah, oh, I don't, oh, yeah, no, I haven't got time anymore, you know. And the same often happens with art. You know, if you've got into a real habit, say you're sketching every day or something, and then you go on holiday and for whatever reason, you all good intentions are, I'm going to sketch every day on holiday. Well, of course, often that doesn't happen, especially if it's in a really hot country, because, you know, I was found when I tried that, it's really hard to hold a, a pen and um, with a sweaty, hot hand on white paper glaring back at your face. I've always found that really hard. So often it's not a place that I've sketched um, and then, of course, once you once you come back, you're suddenly out of that habit. So <clears throat> one thing I would say is before I went away, probably a good nine months before, I made a decision that I needed to get fitter because um, my life is quite um, uh, inactive, let's say, because, you know, my day job is sitting down. Um, uh, granted, it's only sort of nine to three, Um five days a week so but it's still sitting down and of course my art is sitting down um and so I don't move and of course now I haven't got the dog I wasn't walking either so I made this um this change of life decision uh, uh, or rather lifestyle changing decision no I need to make I'm 52 now I need to make sure that I don't get unfit I don't want to start getting unfit now so I decided I would do um I'd work out at least four times a week. And I've done that religiously four or five times a week, actually, since uh, for about nine months. And I, I have to say, I've noticed a massive difference in my muscle tone, everything. It's just completely changed. And my energy levels, which has been great. But also, um, of course, painting, that's another thing. It's a habitual thing. It's a lifestyle thing, isn't it? If you want to do it regularly and you need to sort of really build a habit I think but the trouble is when you go on holiday you often come back and like I say it's like you, you've lost those habits and it's very easy to think oh yeah I'll start Monday or start next week well this time um, I got back from my holiday extremely jet-lagged because it's a seven-hour difference <clears throat> and um, within 24 hours I was on my rowing machine and within 48 right. hours I was working on my painting because I knew I had to, you know, I, I, as soon as I came back, I said, right, I need to work out. And then I thought, hang on a minute, what am I saying I need to? If I need to do it, why wait till Monday? I'm going to do it today. So I went down there and I did it. And Paul couldn't believe it. He came down and went, oh, my God, you're on that already. I was like, yes, because now I've started it today. I know I'll be back on it every day. And the painting was the same. I, within 48 hours, I was back in the art studio going, right, where is this? where is this painting where did I leave it what do I need to do and so I got right back onto it and I'm 
Um, anyone who probably who possibly doesn't know what I'm painting, I'm painting at the moment a great big, well, we call them fairy cakes, don't we? But uh, cupcake, uh, this one, I suppose. It's more of a, an American-style one with a great big whip of frosting on it and um, a really sort of lovely thing to be able to paint. And But I'm doing it big, so it's not something I could have done in, you know, uh, two weeks. It's it's a big, big painting with big brush strokes and loving every minute of doing it. But I've hit this um, bit of a wall now with this, as in... I'm so close to the finish line and I haven't showed you this char yet but um there's a kind of shiny glaze I guess on this uh cupcake where you know the sugar kind of melts a little bit and it leaves this kind of yeah. sticky glaze. Yeah. Well, I was trying to get that down and it's just not reading right. It's not reading as a shiny sort of glaze. So I need I don't know what I'm going to do about that but Painting's a puzzle, isn't it? When you are new to a subject or you're new to painting so big, um, it's just one of those things I'm like, huh, okay, I'm not sure this has worked, so I need to rethink that and um, try a different try a different piece to the puzzle and see see how it works. But it's all, yeah, it's all good fun. I'm, I'm nearly, it's so frustrating though, because like I say, I'm very, very near the end of this painting. You know so, what you would tell everybody else, don't you? What? Don't think of it as a sugary glaze. Just think of it as a series of shapes. Yes. Well, that's the thing is, that's what I've done. I have done that. But, yeah, somehow it's not quite reading as it should. What I'll do is I'll I'll work on it a bit more over the next, well, probably over the weekend. And then I'm going to FaceTime you, Tara, and you can tell me. Because I know you'll be brutally honest. (laughs) I won't be brutal. (laughs) No, I know you won't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you'll be honest and say mm, yeah because there's nothing to stop me I've always said sometimes you need to do what's right for the painting um there's nothing to stop me going okay well, I don't that it doesn't need to have a glaze on it at all I can just add some extra um crumb oh, granules of sugar license you mean exactly yeah. exactly yeah. so but my whole point to saying all of that was I struck while the iron was hot. I thought about oh, it and I, good. Uh, I I thought about doing it and I thought, okay, I'm not going to think about this anymore. I'm just going to go and do it. And I did. And straight away I was back in that, that habit. So yeah. Anyway, before we go on any more about striking where the iron's hot, what is new with you? Well, I've just finished creating a new collection of art is in a, a bit more minimal style, I would say. It's not minimal, minimal, but it's very white. Muted, I would white. say. Hmm. Sorry? Sort of neutral, mu- muted, perhaps. Yeah, it's much more muted as well. So there's, I've basically mixed faces with sort of parts of affirmations or positive words, and then the faces are also blended with places. So... Um, I might have where instead of doing my sort of weird squinty eye, there'd be maybe a cityscape in place of one of the eyes or there's a sailing boat or something like that in front of those eyes. And um, people seem to really like them on social. They're going down really well. But the funny thing is I don't enjoy painting them as much as I enjoy the colour ones. And I think that's because the colour ones are much more intuitive, whereas these are much more planned. Yeah, you're having to lay them out, aren't you, first? Yes, I'm having to plan how they're going to work. So I'll like kind of mock up some photo images together of of a kind of gist of what I want 
and then I'll create it. So, yeah. But I say, they do seem to be going down quite well with people. So we'll see I, on I that. Really, gonna... Yeah, I love them. I've got to say, I really love I saw them when I was on holiday. Not I didn't sort of do... So I put on a post on about um, the holiday, as I would. And obviously you come up and I was like, oh, God, Paul, look at, look, look at this. I absolutely loved them. I thought, oh, she's done it again. Just when you think, well, where can she go from here? She evolves yet again. And it's it's so so um, definitely your work. But it, it's like in a, a style all of its own, if you know what I mean. I thought they were amazing. Really did. Thank you. Uh, well, I showed it to a friend in um, who I walk with sometimes. And she goes, well, I didn't show it to her. She's been seeing it online. And she goes, it's much more grown up. <laughs> grown up because i guess my other ones are bright you know very Mm. bright and punchy so and these are more i know what she means they're i wouldn't say grown up but they're more subdued like you said you know minimal they're calmer they're they're more tranquil yeah and most of them are sort of blue and grays and maybe some yellows aren't they so are you thinking of trying the same approach but with a different space color such as i don't know a red and a green or something or are you sticking to that very mute that yeah they are i mean finished i finished them i finished that collection yeah i did a couple of small ones just to see how not small small but smaller yeah just to see how they worked um but i i I'm missing, I'm missing the looseness. I'm missing the colour, not just colour, but just being much more spontaneous. Yeah. So I need to go back to doing some of that. So I'm, I'm going to have a have a go with, I asked basically on Facebook what colours I should use, if I, if there's any ideas. And um, quite a few people said green. And green, it's really weird because I hardly ever use green. You I used use that olive. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's one colour I, I really avoid. And yet I have one piece that's framed up at the moment in an exhibition. And I do really like that piece. So I'm going to try yeah. some green. And also people were suggesting metallics. Now, never really considered that. But I thought, oh, well, why not? No harm in having a go, is there? We're trying one with a bit of metallic on it. Like gold leaf? I wouldn't use gold leaf. I'd probably just use a bit of either... I've ordered... Uh, a gold wax pastel and right. a gold Posca pen. Oh, that'd be interesting. So, but I thought, well, just I'll just try it. I only have to try it once or twice, don't I? It won't reproduce well. That's the only thing that's mm. I'm not so keen on. So if you want to make prints, it's not going to work well, is it? No. It's metallic. But so, yeah. And I also bought this massive cam- uh, canvas before Christmas, but I've been too scared to do anything with it. <laughs> It's huge. I think I told you before, didn't I? I might have mentioned it on the podcast. It's like a metre and a half by a metre. Wow. But yeah, you could get still, loose, you could get really there. loose on that. Yeah. It's loose the brushes. So Why don't you though, have a go it? paint it with paint it with your boobs or something? Oh no. I don't think so. That'll sell really quickly. <laughs> you know what well, people are wouldn't, like. would it? But can you imagine? I won't be able to get it off. I'll be peeling it off for <laughs> days. No, no, but that. no. I think I think you're gonna because you when we FaceTimed you. Oh, did, was it? Did you show me it while we were on FaceTime? I showed you this, on the piece canvas. No, I know that, but oh, you yes. showed me the big yes, canvas, sorry. didn't you? Yeah. And it was yeah, it was really big. I was like, wow, God, you're gonna have so much fun on that. But yeah, it was almost something. 
Well, you could pretty much use a mop and it wouldn't the, the brush strokes would, would work, wouldn't they? Yeah, well I'll use if I do it, I will use the um the Posca the mops, you know, the Posca mops, the big markers. Right, yeah. I'll use paint markers. Yeah. I'll use those probably if I do it. I still haven't used as well. I've got these um oil what do you call them? Oil sticks. Yeah. I've got some oil sticks. I, I bought a little sample pack ages ago. You know, you can get like small ones mm-hmm. in this sample. Never used them. And then for Christmas, I had on my wish list actual, you know, an odd stick. So I think somebody bought me two sticks. Um, but I haven't dared use them. They look lovely, but... So you didn't thing. you didn't strike then while the arm's so hot? I didn't you thought about well, it? No, I haven't struck. <laughs> no. So you got them and Just now you haven't used them for three months? <laughs> no. Which is... Why I need the podcast episode. <laughs> so how are you going to address that then, Tara? What, what are you on now? Are you painting something today? Uh, I was debating today, but I think I'm going to leave it till tomorrow, actually, because then I can get a nice fresh start in the morning, I think, because mm. we're doing this. I'm going to do, I have some admin stuff I need to do today. Yeah, it's hard to podcast so, and yes. do something else creative on the same day, isn't it? Yeah, your yeah. brain doesn't function, does it? No, no, you suck my brain juice by the time you finish this. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> and yeah, I sorry. and your ears. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you were the one that came up with this idea for this this episode about striking while the idea is hot, and you yeah. just said all the things you haven't haven't done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't do what I do. Do what I say. Isn't that what? That's what my dad always used to say. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, I, I can't even remember. The sad thing is, I can't even remember what gave me the idea. It was, it was I'm sure I was going to work on a certain piece of art and I kept putting it off. And that's why I said, and we need this because it's that thing, isn't it, where inspiration can be really fleeting or I find it can be really fleeting. I don't know if you do. So I get this idea for something like, um, I think ages ago I had idea for mixing faces with some other talk sort of words. And I'll get really, really excited about it. And then at night, I'll sit and I'll be thinking about it. And then I'll think, oh, God, yeah, I need to do that. I need to do that. And then I won't do it. The next day, I won't do it. I'll think, oh, no, no, I need to do this other thing today. And if I wait too long, that excitement just, like, gradually drips away. What do you think makes you wait? What 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 makes you then think in the morning, oh... Perhaps, actually, no, maybe I need to do this first. Is it procrastination, do you think? Because you're worried about yeah, whether it, it'll work. Yeah, it's you've built this up in your head because you've you sat on it and you thought, oh, oh, you know, this could look amazing. This could be my breakthrough. This could be yeah. my Picasso work. Do you Instant know what I mean? pressure, yeah. Yeah, and then you think, it might not, if I actually do it, it might not look as good as it does in as the idea does in my head so, so I, yes it's so, yeah. so my, my idea is you need to balance that idea kind of development versus a procrastination so sometimes you want an idea to percolate in your mind don't you because yeah. you have a kind of a tiny little nugget but it's not fully formed so sometimes yeah. you do need <clears throat> to let it sit and percolate in your brain yeah. if you leave it in there too long it just fizzles you know, out yeah fizzles out so I think to avoid it for me you need to do something well do you know what even if that something is writing down that idea straight away 
on the I mean I you know I've got a whiteboard on the wall and it's got a list of things I want to paint if I hadn't written them down I would have forgotten about half of them by now but I have written them down so those ideas are always there I don't have to try and root through the back of my mind think what was that thing I wanted to paint it's on the wall and I know that at some point I want to tick that off but you know so if you have say it's really weird because you you often have ideas when you're cleaning the toilet or something daft like that, don't you? It's, it's the weirdest places an idea can bubble up in your head about what Hard you want to do. Hard to write do. it down then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But when you're out and about, this is um this is where I think even having a notebook or even just on your phone, having somewhere to write things down, um just just write it there and then and then get it up on your whiteboard or on your ideas board because if you don't write something down while you're thinking about it that idea is going to going to go very quickly It'll go in your head and out of your head but I think the other thing as well is once you've decided that you want to do that project or whatever it is you know get to it as quickly as you can because like you say once you lose that motivation it might never happen you kind of need to do it while you're excited about it because the minute you lose that um excitement it kind of is way less likely to happen isn't it and what, totally, you, yeah. you know this to be, you know this because i've heard you speak about it loads of times where you're like well just like a minute ago you said oh, i was so excited about it um but then the next day you worked on something else that you weren't particularly excited about but you wanted to get that done and then the following day you might not be quite as excited about that idea anymore because in your head you might have thought oh yeah but that probably won't work because and then it can get to a point where you're like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. Whereas if you'd have actually started it while that excitement was there, I suspect that the result probably would be better because Paul always says to me, he says, I can always tell when you've enjoyed a painting. He said, I can just always tell. And he said, I can always tell when you haven't. And it's so true. The more excited I am about painting something, the better it is. But the secret is to get onto it while you've got that level of, of like, uh, yeah, excitement, I suppose, because it'll show in the final piece, I think. Yeah. I remember going to these um, business startup um, thingies, and, and they always said that when you have an idea, this, this is obviously business ideas, but it's the same with art, when you have an idea... If you don't do it relatively quickly, like you said, your brain will start coming up with all the reasons it won't work. Yeah. So it'll be like, uh, yeah, it won't work because nobody will want it. Uh, It won't work because it's going to be too expensive to do or too hard to do. And the longer you do it, your brain makes more and more excuses, which is really odd, isn't it? It kind of reasons with you why you shouldn't bother doing it because... They say that I think your brain, did I hear your brain uses, I'm going to get this wrong, like 25% of all the energy you take in or something. I believe it does. I know it's a big amount. Your brain is always trying to conserve energy. So it will try and convince you not to do something. So you conserve energy that way. But it's bizarre. But also, like you said about um, writing it down, I think another thing you can do is just start doing little sketches of the idea. I mean, even though I work intuitively, sometimes I'll just do a little quick squiggle of what it could be, what something yeah. could look like. And I think even sometimes seeing a crappy little sketch on a bit of paper 
that can inspire you, can't it? Absolutely. I come. I get inspired by the strangest things, even like because you know I like I like writing. You know I like writing. Yeah. And one thing I'd forgotten is how much I enjoy writing poems. You know, I really enjoy writing a poem. And um, the other day, I was I was just literally walking along, and I just thought this word came into my head, and I thought because it just made me think I'm not going to go too deeply into what this is about but well I will have to say this now we uh while we were on holiday we did get some really bad news and somebody um who we know very very well passed away basically so um but I don't want to I don't want to go into that on a podcast but um we have been everyone is has been invited to contribute in some way to um to or, tri- or pay a tribute in some way to this person. So I was thinking, well, okay, well, what do I want to do? And I was just thinking about her and things that, you know, I don't know, about life and death. <laughs> it sounds really very deep, doesn't it? But I, I ended up writing a poem and it was just these words. I was thinking, oh, that, I, I love that word. I love that word. And um, I'm gonna and I'm gonna I'm gonna write it down. So funny enough, I picked up my phone and I put it into my notes. I put I just put that word and then I put a sentence. Thought right, I'm gonna base the poem around this sentence. It's a very positive poem, um, but within 24 hours, I'd written that poem completely because I yeah. knew I, I had it in my head. I want to write this poem and I didn't want to leave it and. I'm really proud of this thing. I'm really proud of it. I wish I hadn't had to write it and I wish I hadn't written it for those reasons, but it did make me think I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten how much I enjoy actually writing, you know, stories and poems and things like that. So what words did you start off with? Or can't you say? It was, the word was echo. The word was echo and how I just thought that we were, we were just, we're all just an echo of, of what's already been and yeah and but it focuses on this the whole never ending thing you know yeah. yeah so but it's i've i really enjoyed it but i think i think if i hadn't have, have immediately picked up my phone and written down the words that that pretty much that sentence i would have forgotten not to yeah. write a poem but i wouldn't have written it would have been a different one and it would have been forced but because this had just bubbled up in my head, it was a natural thing that came in, and I bet I could build on it, and it became this really nice poem. Um, whereas if I'd have sat, sat down and thought, right, I'm going to write a poem, right, what can I write about? It's not the same. So that's a classic example of striking while the iron's hot. Even though I didn't write the poem there and then, I wrote down what had come into my head, and I was able to build around it, and because of that, it, it worked really well, and it's something I was pleased with afterwards. That was a bit of the thing with the percolating, though, isn't it? It's, it's the fine balance, isn't it? Because yeah. you wrote it down, which is, like, a great idea. Mm. But then you do need it to percolate a bit, don't you? Because you need... You're then, when you're doing something, and the next line might come, or mm. the next a couple of days later. So it's this balance between... You don't always want to do something immediate, immediate, because it's not fully formed... Sometimes it's all right to do it straight away. But sometimes you just need a few days, don't you? It's just if you leave it too long that you're knackered. Yeah, 
yeah I mean if I'd have thought you know left it even 24 hours I'd have forgotten what that word was that I yeah I was thinking about and I wouldn't wouldn't have been able to build on it so it would have been an entirely different piece of writing I suppose I'm sure it would have still been fine but it wouldn't have been the same you know yeah so but it's the same with anything really I think we can talk about art and actually putting in the work and stuff like that but say for instance you are I don't know walking around or you're sitting in a restaurant and you see a painting on the wall of I don't know a chicken (laughs) and not a roast chicken an actual chicken and then the the chef comes out or the owner comes out and says oh how was your meal blah 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 and you go, oh, I like that painting of a chicken. And he goes, oh, yeah, so-and-so painted that. You know, we, we often hang paintings. And it's in your head, oh, I wonder if he'd consider hanging any of mine. Um, you can leave it, or you while he's there and he has in standing in front of you talking about the fact that he often shows other people's paintings, just say it. I'm an artist. If you ever want to, you know, show mine, I'd love to... to you know give you some work to hang on the walls that's another thing it's about you know even marketing and things like that or before you wimp out before you wimp out or if you see um say you see a competition advertised and you think oh yeah i should i should enter that you know well don't don't do, do it do it there and then as long as you've got the work obviously or at least put in your calendar there and then, I have got to have this piece of work entered on this date. So you've got your deadline. They always say you shouldn't use words like that, though, as well. You're supposed to phrase things differently to yourself. So you shouldn't, you should. You should say, I want to enter this competition. Yeah, I'm going to rather than I must. I should, yeah. Yeah, I I agree. It should is like um, an obligation, like you're doing it because some outside force makes you do it or wants you to do it yeah um yeah but it's it's too easy to forget that it's even running otherwise if you don't even write it down um enter competition well competition yeah is coming up on blah 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 need to enter or something like that if you don't write it down to enter want to enter (laughs) i want to i will (laughs) enter (laughs) it's it that's another thing it's not just about the work itself it's about you know, I mean, how many times, Tara, have you're quite good on social media. You're learning a lot about social media and how yeah. to approach it now. And there's so many times in the past, oh, I must make a video on this. This would be good. And I never do. I forget, or I do, but then, you know, it, 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 but it's just you one of those one. things. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's one of those things, isn't it, where if you think of a new idea for a social media um, to... And I must say, I'm saying this, and I'm actually almost embarrassed to say it because I was thinking recently about this. I, I'm going to start doing this on social media. And um, even though I use the words going to, have I done that? No, because I keep thinking, no, I haven't got time. I haven't got time today. But What were you going to do? Well, I was thinking about, you know, I used to do Felicity Fears. Oh, yes. I was kind of thinking about having her, you know, working on her again because I had so much fun with her and then I totally, I totally just stopped. I just stopped. And and then I was thinking, what if I did, um, like, her, she had her own, her own social media account and it wasn't yeah. just her, it was me drawing her 
obviously in time lapse, but then yeah. the story afterwards, if you know what I mean, I thought I could do something like that. Um, that was kind of of today. So things are happening in the world and a bit like when I did yeah, her through yeah. COVID. Yeah. I was thinking I could do something. It doesn't have to be Felicity Fizz, but something like that. Or then I was thinking, or oh, perhaps I could um, just do a channel on sketching where I don't show my face, I don't talk, I just sketch and I've got an overhead. Oh, and, that sounds perfect. You know. <laughs> <laughs> just, so I'm not waffling on and I'm just getting to it and it is a time lapse but it's just what it is it's the sketching channel and nobody even knows to needs to know it's me it can just be I even had a good idea for a name for this channel um which right which I'm not gonna say because I won't because because I, I need to make the channel first it? exactly <laughs> so I'll tell you later <laughs> so okay. But of course, have I have I done it? No. And do you know why? Do you know the most lamest excuse in the world ever? Is I've forgotten how to use my overhead camera because I haven't used it for so long. Oh God, God I don't even remember either. how to use it. It's crazy, yeah. isn't it? I could just use my phone, of course. It's you probably could, a lot yeah. easier. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just Go one of those. It. It's just one of those things. Yeah. So many other people. It's not. It's not nothing new. It's not something other people aren't doing. Lots of people are. But I feel like it would almost make me sketch, um, and it would take yeah, you could away do it in that the morning, couldn't you? you could yeah, do it in the morning, yeah. And it would take away that um, fear of oh god, but oh god, if it goes horribly wrong, well, nobody will know who it is anyway. <laughs> you could just do it live, like looking down at your thingy. I've never yet done a live video, you know. Never. I think we did once the two of us with Carrie from Artist Strong, yeah. didn't we? I've only done it once, twice, but I mean, I I'm going to put the should word in it, and I'm going <laughs> to tell you off because you told I'm me doing, off. <laughs> I should do lives. Yeah, I hate the but idea I, of doing lives. Yeah, just because, right? What is the point? Okay, this is what is the point of doing a live? That's what I don't get because at the end of the day, you do a live. Why is that so important? Your live because connection. That's connection. Well, because people come up and start talking to you. Can well, you imagine? Suppo- can you imagine that how crushing it would be if nobody did? <laughs> You'd be live no, and going, think, anyone there? <laughs> well, no one will at first, will they? Because there won't be many on it. But I think the idea is that people can see you in real time as well, whereas everything is time lapse. But I think sometimes people like to see things real time. Oh, I see. Oh, you mean as as you're sketching? Right. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah. But you might, at the beginning, you might just, if if it wasn't going to be an anonymous one, you might just say, hi, you know, I'm just going to do a bit of sketching today. And then quite often, some, some people will you have a break in the middle of their painting and they'll look at who's, who's on and they might, they might people might ask them questions. They might say, oh, feel free to ask questions. And people might have typed in comments and stuff like that. Yeah. So it, you've got a bit more of a... Yeah. It's more of an interactive thing. I think that's... I think idea. it's it's possibly something as well that... It's frightening to think of doing it, but I guess once you've done it once or twice, it becomes a, oh, it's all right. You can always still delete it afterwards as well. I don't suppose it has to be there forever, am I right? No, there's a guy actually in the group I'm in, and um, he does live, we're going off topic here, never mind, live YouTube videos where he Mm. sells his paintings. And honestly, he does really well. So he's selling these, it's got, like a lot of snow sort of mountain scenes he does 
Um, and they're not overly expensive. So he'll he'll sell some of these for like $150, $100, $200. Yeah. But honestly, he does one of these YouTube lives. So he'll, he'll literally be showing his paintings and maybe talking a bit about them. And he'll yeah. say, if you want this one, type in this code, you know, X123 snow or something like that. If you want it, just type that in the thing, you know, I'll make sure that's saved for you. And he might, he might sell like five paintings on one of these things. Oh, wow. It's he amazing. must be very well known, surely, to do no, that. No, he's not. No. Well, that's interesting. But he's just got a little following now. So yeah. that people like him. So, yeah. Anyway, I've gone off topic. We really and I was have, gonna, yeah. I was going to say, when you were saying about you have to do something within a short period of time, there's yeah. a woman I've mentioned her before called Mel Robbins. And she's like a, a speaker and motivational sort of woman. Yeah. And she's got a book. And the whole book is literally called something like the five second rule. And it's not about dropping your dinner on the floor, picking it up and eating it. <laughs> you know Go how on you, then, but, well, yeah. It, so, it's basically, but I mean, she's a genius. And I say this almost laughing, that she can make a whole book out of it. But essentially the whole idea, and there is psychology in it, is like you said about asking the restaurant man, if you put your pictures on his wall, is that if you don't ask something immediately when you think about it, you get too scared to do it it's a fear factor isn't it yeah but she's got a whole book on it <laughs> because <laughs> oh god how how um it's funny isn't it because you like you say you, you speak you have something in your head i must ask that person rather not must i will ask that person in five seconds yeah. to do this and if you don't yeah. your brain then creates all these reasons why oh well she might say no it won't. Yeah. If you do it within that five seconds of seeing that person, you haven't got time to think of that. You just ask it. If she says no, she says no. It, it doesn't occur to you because you're asking it pretty much instantly. Whereas if you think, oh, yeah, I'm going to go in the, um, that restaurant tomorrow and I'm going to ask that lady if she might consider, oh, but the next day you're like, oh, yeah, but, oh, God, it might not be fitting with the restaurant. It might be the, right, not the wrong kind of art. You know, there might or she might already have people um, booked up to do it and... You know, and she might not like my staff, and she could say no. They're all hundred reasons um, will will bubble up in your brain as to why it's probably not going to happen. So, what's the point? Whereas, if you do it there and then, you're walking past that restaurant, and you happen to see her behind the counter, and you go, "I'm going to go in there now and quickly ask her." Oh, hi. Um, look, I'm just passing, and on the off chance, I know you sometimes hang work, and I know I'm an artist, and I've got some work. If you, you know, would you be open to the idea of showing some? If I show you a bit of it now, I've got some photos on my phone. There, you haven't given yourself even a chance to. Yes, she could say, actually, no, I'm not looking for anyone at the moment. Or actually, to, now's not the best time. Do you want to come back? And well, then it's all right because she's already invited you back and you've got an appointment and you know what you're going to say. So that it sounds quite likely she's open to ideas for that. It's just that not walking past not not walking past that idea you've got to do it while it's while you think about it you know and I I do sound I do feel a bit of a hypocrite because I am guilty of this um myself a lot (laughs) I think we all are yeah it's not like we're going oh well we, we do this we do that we don't always um sometimes we do and all I'm saying is when I've done it it works 
Yeah, I don't. I yeah. don't think anything. Oh no, hang on. They're, they're no. They're, the worst can happen. I was about to say, what's the worst that can happen? Well, the worst can happen. I mean, I remember once striking while the iron was hot and walking into um, a place that sold art. And when I opened up my folder, this was very way back in the beginning. And now I understand why it didn't. It wasn't fitting with the stuff she was showing. Um, hers was very, very abstract modern art, and mine wasn't. And uh, <clears throat> but she was horrible about the way she put it. I opened the folder up, and she went, "Oh no, oh no, 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 no." And I thought, "What a horrible way! <laughs> Why didn't she say, do you know what? You know, it, I I really like your work, even if she was lying, you know, and yeah. even if she said that and just said, but." I don't think we have the right crowd for your kind of art because everyone here likes adra- abstract. And why don't you try that place over there? That's so. But she was very horrible about it, actually, and um, I, I was absolutely crushed. And I don't think I painted for six months after that um, encounter, which now I know was ridiculous because she just literally had no manners and no. Um, it's just a nasty bit of work. She is. she was just just horrible about it, and now I just think I should have said, "Oh, fine, okay," and gone. In fact, I should never have gone in there in the first place. Now, with the experience I have now, I know what a kind of place that would fit my stuff, and a kind of place that wouldn't. But yeah, so yeah, the worst yeah. can happen if you go into the wrong place or ask the wrong person. But and the the biggest mistake I made was letting it get to me and not painting for six months. Um, but hey, it happened. But don't don't allow that to happen, for goodness sake. Because at the end of the day, um, that place doesn't exist anymore anyway. But I, I just think it was just the it's wrong person. She was so wrong. rude to everybody. And yeah, possibly, possibly. But so yeah, so the worst can happen, but it's not going to kill you. That's the thing. It's not going to no, kill I mean, you. The I read this guy's book and I can't remember what it was called now. I'm terrible at this sort of thing, but um, he wrote a book all about deciding that he was going to get as many no's as he could and try and get used to rejection. Oh right. Um, so yeah, so he would he would do <laughs> ask people like, "Can I mow your lawn?" or you know, "Can I can I play in your backyard?" Just anything, or he'd he'd go into a coffee shop. Uh, this is actually a challenge someone else does, and they'll say, "Can I have ten percent off that coffee?" Just anything <laughs> to get the nose. Because they're probably just spitting it or something. You know, sometimes people would say, "Yes, yeah, no worries," you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, he did, and I wish I could remember what the book was called. I'll have to see if I can try and find it for the notes. But uh, it was an interesting book, and and I say he did it purposely because. Exactly that same reason. He wanted to make it so he wasn't so worried about people saying no to them. The, the opposite extreme of that is that the person who can't say no because they feel feel like they shouldn't because they don't want to hurt someone's feelings. That's me, yeah, that I, is. Yeah, I'm that is terrible. you. Yeah, I'm terrible. <laughs> I've always been like that. Do you know what? As a teenager, I cannot tell you, or as an, an older teenager, sort of like between the ages of, I don't know, uh, 16 and 18... I had boyfriends because I just felt like I didn't want to say, I didn't want to hurt their feelings oh, and no. say, oh, you're not really, like, you know. But, but yeah, I went out with, <laughs> I'm sure there was at least two where I was like, just didn't, it was just that I didn't want to, I felt bad for them because they'd, oh, they'd plucked up the courage to ask and I didn't want to hurt their feelings. <laughs> oh, my God. That's all right. Both of them I ended up, um, I think, in at least a year's relationship. <laughs> oh, no. Really? 
really? Uh, that's me, yeah, yeah. And like the time oh, when that bloke, bloke I met in the woods, you know, I didn't yeah. meet someone in the woods. I was walking the dog around the woods and my dog is scared of any, anyone. He wasn't scared of anyone, but he, was, he would never have picked up on the fact that I was about to be murdered or anything like that. He'd have run off and hidden. But I've spoken about that before in the past where... You know, somebody said, oh, I've seen a deer with my binoculars. Would you like to see? And they've, and I'm like, oh, OK. And they're wrapping their <laughs> binocular strap around my neck. And I'm thinking, crikey, I'm, I'm going to be murdered here. But what if he's not going to murder me? I feel rude suggesting that he should take the strap yeah. out off of my neck. I'm kind of wising up to it now. I'm better at saying no now. I think if that happened again now, I'd go, do you know what? No. Uh, well, no. let's not do the strap thing. <laughs> well, this this. That sounds very rude. <laughs> but <laughs> only in your head. <laughs> yeah. But this is one of those ones, isn't it? Whereas uh, and we're going totally off topic here, but nothing new. Where is if we get an email, right? And if it requires tact, you'll do it. And if it requires bluntness, I'll do it. It is As so yeah, so true. Needs someone isn't to it? say no to it. It's not, I have no problem saying no. Yeah, you're very, very to the point. And blunt, aren't you? Which is not. Be, a, yeah, I'll just say thank you very much, but yes, not not what we want. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I'm, I'll give them all the reasons why, and and try and like soften the blows. I'm really sorry, but it's just that it's because of this and because of that. You know. But yeah, we like like I say, we are off topic yeah. again, aren't we? we keep going yeah. off topic, but it's. I yeah. think people that make a habit of striking while the iron is hot are the people that get ahead a lot quicker than the people who don't do you think yeah and i've actually written down here learning through taking action okay explain explain well like we said if, if you just wait and wait and think about and you you know you're trying to work it all out in your head you don't actually progress anything do you so it's like say you want to learn watercolors and you buy loads of books and you read them all and then you think about it you're not actually getting better at it. Whereas if instead of doing that, you'd taken 10 bits of paper and every day painted one watercolour, you'd be loads better in 10 days. It's that thing, isn't it? By doing, you're improving. So even if you have this big idea in your head and you execute an idea and it turns out rubbish, you'll think, well, okay, it didn't work. But then you'll see maybe how you could adapt it to work or you'll see bits of that you like that you could perhaps do something with. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Totally agree with that. Another one point I have is setting realistic expectations. I think you mentioned that at the beginning, didn't you? Yeah. And that is just because, you know how you say we build these things up in a head? Well, I've seen quite a few people suggest that when they paint... They always call it a practice piece. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's... Even yeah. though it's not a practice piece, really. So, so that they, if it goes wrong, then it, they don't feel so bad about it because they yeah. think, oh, well, it was a practice piece anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's all a practice piece because we do build things up, don't we? And, and really, mm. if you think about it, if you're trying something new and you do it the first time, it doesn't work. Well, it's kind of to be expected, isn't it? I think time. we could all we could all um we'd all do well to be honest to call every piece of art a practice piece because I think I think every piece of art is isn't it because we only get better through doing like you say yeah. and the key is to actually be 
a doer. Do you know what Paul always says to me? He said, there's, there's three types of people. No, there's two types of people in this world. There's a, there are doers and gonna doers. And yeah. I always think there's three types because he's an already done he, <laughs> And so I'm a, I'll get around to it at some time. <laughs> yeah. But generally speaking, I do get around to things. I do do them. But yeah, it's so true. If you were going to narrow it down to the, the two, the doers and the, the gonna doers, you want to be the doer because the doers are the people who get far in life, far, far quicker than the people who are gonna do us do you know what I mean I mean yeah you you put a doer and a gonna do it together and they've both they're both artists so the doer is the one that thinks right I'm gonna start painting today um right that's on my board I wrote that down as soon as I had that idea I've um as soon as I passed that shop I bought the canvas I needed I'm gonna start that today and he's on to it in the meanwhile, the gonna doer has um, forgotten the idea that they had because they didn't write it down. So they think about, oh, what can I paint? Oh, yeah, I need, oh, no, but I need the right canvas for that. So while the other one's painting away, the other one's still trying to work out what size canvas they're going to need. And um, and then by the time that person finally gets onto their first brush stroke, the doer has finished the painting and is already putting it on their website and marked up for sale. And the other person is still working away on that painting. And when they finally finish that painting, they're like, oh, I must get that on the website at some point. How much am I going to charge? Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that next week. Meanwhile, the other guy, the doer, has thought, right, I'm going to enter this in a competition or... I'm going to ask that gallery if they want to hang it or blah, blah, blah. So the other one is is so much further ahead. And if you, yeah, okay, if you just look at that over a month, but if you look at that in a period of five years, the doer is going to have done so many more paintings and have got so much better, so much quicker than the, the doer, the gonna doer. <laughs> I'll get myself confused now. Because they just get on with it. And there is some, I admire people who just get on with it. I really do, because they're the people that go far. And yeah. the other people are kind of really just, you know, plodding along and they don't really get that far because, you know, they, they still haven't decided what route they're going to take. Do you know what I mean? Well, they're busy talking about it because Kevin, he always says at work, they've got doers and they've got talkers. Yeah. The talkers that's just so true. don't stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he doesn't just call them talkers. He does go a bit stronger than that. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so it is very true. And do you know what? That's the thing about even doing this podcast. You know, there is no point in us two chatting about all this stuff if we never put things into practice. There'd be no point in us um, doing this if we weren't getting on with it and actually painting you know I always have this thing where if I haven't got a painting on the go while I'm podcasting then I feel like a bit of a hypocrite and the the one time that well the the few months about three or four months wasn't it where I wasn't painting we did podcasting about that about how you know what what was that I can't remember um you were having a block, weren't you? Uh, art blocks, that's right. So yeah. we made an episode on an art block and then I didn't feel hypocritical because that's what I was going through at the, at the time. 
And um, and actually, by talking about all that, I kind of worked through reasons why that was happening, which was great. And obviously, you know, a few months later, I was back at the easel. But you know, even even down to what we're talking about today, let's talk about striking while the idea's hot. Well, that went straight on the list right away, even though we didn't actually record it for about three months. But at the same time, we had the idea, we wrote it down, and that's why we're doing it. So yeah, it's always just act if you can possibly act right away then then do it right away and I think it goes back to what I said in the beginning really it's it's about procrastination isn't it it's not procrastinating it's being a person who does and doesn't worry about it and I think that's where one thing where uh, creative challenges help and Mm. a group helps actually because if you're posting every day if you're doing a challenge you kind of committed especially if you state it that you're doing it and then if you're posting a group that also keeps you motivated doesn't it definitely definitely so i think we've sort of covered virtually everything haven't we on that and yeah and everything we shouldn't have done as well yeah and we have a new question for our listeners today and that question is quite apt. It is, how quickly do you lose motivation once you've had an idea and how do you beat that? So once again, how quickly do you lose motivation once you've had an idea and how do you beat that? And as always, you can let us know your answers in the Facebook group, which if you haven't joined, I highly suggest you do. Put the question up there and also on the Facebook page and of course on our Instagram, which is Kicking the Creatives. And we'll read out the best answers in the next episode. Yeah, we will. And we hope that gave you the kick in the creatives that you needed. Don't forget to pop over to our website at kickinthecreatives.com to find out how you can take part in some of our upcoming creative challenges. And of course, there you can also subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you are enjoying the podcast, we'd be so grateful if you would leave us a little review on um the platform you're listening to us on or even just a star rating if you don't have much time but yeah we love a a review don't we taro (laughs) we absolutely love reading them out as well um meanwhile if you want to find either myself or tara online i'm on instagram at sandra.busby and my website is sandrabusbyart.com and i'm sandra busby artist on facebook tara where can people find you you can find me on my website, which is tararoskellart.com, on Instagram, Facebook, and pretty much everywhere else as Tara Roskell Art. And don't forget to check out and subscribe to our Kicking the Creatives newsletter, and that will give you all the challenges and keep you up to date with our podcast as well. You can find that on our website. Also, we've released a course, which is how to create characters and cartoons for fun. You can find a link to the course on our website, or you can go to kickinthecreatives.com forward slash cartoon course and you can find out more there and if you enjoy what we do and you'd like to help support the costs of running kicking the creatives um because we pay for that all by ourselves don't we (laughs) tara you can now support us by buying us a coffee of course we don't buy coffee with it we we spend it on costs of website hosting and um, running the podcast that kind of thing and it really does help um when people contribute it really really helps us um you can find the link to that on our website it's the ko-fi link um i'd love to thank obviously joanna brown who continues to support us thank you so much joanna it really means a lot fiona rogers thanks ladies for all the laugh out loud moments and valuable advice on the podcast i'm loving the group and this month's collage challenge and i find i'm turning up every day to complete it go me all the best fiona 
Well, thank you, Fiona. We really appreciate your support. Um, Jim Whaley as well. Thank you, Jim Whaley, for your contribution. And Jim Whaley, he's really hot on Instagram, isn't he? He does a lot in the group for Fantastic Friday, and you should check out his stuff. It's it's so, so good and really, really colourful. Carol Romero as well. Thank you so much, Carol, for your support. And also... Emia Keneally, thank you so, so much. We really appreciate it. And if you can't help us um, by a a Ko-fi donation, there are other things you can do that help Tara and I a lot. You can share the episodes with other creatives um, or write a nice review, as we said before. Anything like that really does help. So we really do appreciate any support you can give. But we will be back soon. Um, That's it for today. And yeah, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, perhaps you'd like to share it and leave a review for us on iTunes.